You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. Here at OKSIS, we believe women are multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. Hello and welcome back to OKSIS Podcast. My name is Mads. My name is Scout and we have such a special episode for you sisters I don't know about you Mads but I could probably I feel like I need a follow-up episode to discuss how this episode specifically changed my life yeah we need like a whole debriefing episode but this is this is 100% a top five okay sis moment for us I would say right or even like top three yeah so we had Jen Meyer on and uh, in the episode we got into how Mads used to intern for her jewelry brand etc but I really really believe in universal timing because we were supposed to do this episode a couple months ago but I got COVID and I felt as if I needed Jen's presence I needed to hear Jennifer Meyer's wisdom in this exact moment and to be honest, ever since this interview, I my I don't know what it did, but it cracked me open to not only motherhood, but to the next version of Scout that I know, Mads, you've been waiting for me to come into. Like, I don't know what it was, but I literally feel like a completely different person after this interview. And sisters, you'll see in this interview, we talk about how Mads and I have this limiting belief, which we've spoken about on the podcast before about what kids do to your life and your career and ever since this episode I have well also let's just like be honest the uh the hormone stuff is really helping so hormonal depression is a real thing and I feel like I'm so much more back into this loving space around motherhood and my career and I admitted to you some things that weren't working for me so all in all 
this episode changed my life. Yeah, I mean, we she graciously welcomed us into her home, which we've always said that in-person recordings just it's such a different connection and level of conversation that happens and I think we're seeing those like ripple effects of being with her in person so I hope that through you know through this this podcast you can kind of sense that you know we're in the same room with her it's this like beautiful moment and she's completely an an expander for both of us like at the end of it we like we both looked each other like oh you're our expander and you know she just had she's there's so much to learn from her and um I don't even know what to say. I just want to kind of get into the episode because sisters, you're going to just, it's going to be like the perfect like Monday boost that you need. Yeah. So with that, uh, sisters introducing and please welcome Jennifer Meyer to OKSIS podcast. Hello, Hello. Miss Jennifer Meyer. (laughs) This is, this is an honor. This is an OKSIS honor. I'm just going to say it. That's what this is right now. Aw, well, it's an honor to be on your show podcast so thanks for having me oh my god of course so a little backstories for the sisters I was actually your intern can you believe and you want to know how long ago was that 2015 wow eight years ago I was your intern and I've just fallen in love with your brand for as long as it's been and thank you yeah and obviously I know Carson. That's how we got connected. And first of all, sisters, sister, sister. Uh-huh. Um, how is how's Carson and the baby? Oh my god, so cute. Carson is like the most amazing mother. Yeah, obviously born to be a mom. I mean, doula to the stars. Yes, doula yeah. to the stars, <laughs> and mother to all of us. And her little baby is about to be one. Lou, she's so cute, and. You know, they're living in North Carolina. They're amazing. And, you know, she still has her incredible brand, Sea in the Moon, which is my obsession. I actually just used oh. the body scrub this morning. It is. It's. I, I don't. So I'm not usually a body scrub person. Yeah. And when she gave it to me for uh-huh. the first time, I was like, eh, okay, let me be yeah. nice. I'll try it. <laughs> it's the best it's, body scrub I don't in think the world. People understand. Like, I know. Your body feels like a baby's butt afterward. It's, it's incredible. Crazy. It's the best body scrub ever. Of all time. Totally. And like it kind of makes me tan. Like it like gives me like a like I like I don't know like the, the science. The, whatever's <laughs> in it, it like gives me a glow. I don't know. It's the best body scrub of all time. So I'm anyway, so it. she's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we have I mean, we have so many directions we want to take this. Right. But yes. we want to start with Jennifer Meyer Jewelry is just such a legacy brand. And Thank this you. is something you've built that has longevity that's sustainable both scout and i are business owners and so we think about this right like how do i create a brand that's long-standing that can kind of withhold any you know withstand any pivot or anything that you put it through so talk us through like was that even a strategy of yours starting it or did you have to think about that being the case no no i mean i think when i started you know there 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 were no strategies behind Mm -hmm businesses like startups like that I don't think Mm -hmm. when I was starting Mm -hmm. you know I mean obviously people had strategies and they you know are building their businesses on great ideas but I don't think it was like okay what is the look and feel of your business and how are people gonna relate and what are you gonna build here and what is it gonna be year one year two Mm. year three it was for me it was designing jewelry that I loved that Mm 
people were going to love and that my friends were going to want to wear. And I really wasn't thinking past that. I was just thinking in the moment of like, how do I make pieces that people will love? And I knew that people would hopefully resonate with the things that I loved and I wasn't going to design anything that I wasn't going to wear. And my first idea was this leaf, which was the concept of starting new beginnings, turning over a new leaf. Mm -hmm. And I always felt like women were doing that on a daily, whether that's, you know, a new business, a new career, a new friendship, a new relationship, a new feeling you're having that day, literally in the moment, whatever it is, we're always evolving and growing and turning over new leaves. And so I really wanted to make this leaf. And I really taught myself how to make jewelry and how to figure it out. And I designed this leaf and a couple other pieces, a wishbone and a ring and really tiny little group of jewelry. And um, not knowing if people would even like it, not having any idea. And, you know, they liked it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think, you know, what asking did I want to design sort of a legacy brand? What I wanted to design always were pieces that people would love forever, mm-hmm. that people could wear forever, that they could pass down to people that they love, that they could buy for gifts, that they keep adding on, that they could layer, that it was never too much. So I think I legacy yeah I wanted to design stuff that would last a lifetime and never go out of style you know was there any point where you started it because of this beautiful want to create jewelry that people would wear forever and then it turned into a business and there were moments where you had to make decisions that would either benefit the short term or the long term like was there a turning point for you when you were like okay I have a business and how do I start creating a foundation that is long term if that makes sense was there ever a shift in that or has it always just been this organic kind of growth where you're placing one step in front of the other? Good question. I mean, I think that I never really thought of it like, how is this going to sustain itself Mm. in the future and really, you know, grow? I think that for me, it was always one step in front of the other and it kind of still is today. And just the foundation is just to continue to hopefully design pieces that people love and that they want to still buy and give as gifts and buy for themselves. And so it it's all about the business is the jewelry and mm-hmm. it's now the perfume and the lifestyle and it keeps growing, but it's all about the foundation of just beautiful pieces. And yeah, I think at some point it turns into a business and you're like, oh shit, I didn't go to <laughs> school for business. I didn't go to school for design. I better teach myself how to make this work. And then, you know, it started out with me alone and I was FedExing pieces on my living room floor oh with God. little documents trying to figure it all out. And then, you know, you you have a business and people who work with you and stores and studio and you have all these things and it's amazing but it becomes a real business you know where you're dealing with insurance and HR and Mm -hmm. all the other stuff of course Mm -hmm. you're such a natural leader and I feel like a lot of either like entrepreneurs or founders 
when they start to scale their business, leadership might not be something that comes natural to them. But at least from my small time, my small summer as an intern at Jennifer Meyer, which Jewelry, by the way, left a massive impact on her because oh, of course. it was the first job that Aww. she really had yes. that was exciting to her, that was aligned for her. And I really remember the summer that you worked there. It was yeah, like, great perfect <laughs> so anyways I just wanted to say that, that even now oh, like thinking back funny. I'm like that was really a summer where you kind of came into your own a little bit where you were leaving yeah. students and you're like okay what is it going to look like when I enter the real yeah. world okay go back I didn't know but I, I remember that time and the team was like so um you know spoke so highly of you and there was this like beautiful trust between you and your employees and there wasn't like this hierarchy of like you're the boss and everyone else, you know, I, I don't know. It felt very organic. So talk to us about leadership and how you've viewed that. You know, I guess I've always felt like with my team that we're all part of a team mm -hmm. and I'm not like this necessarily in my everyday life, but when it comes to work, I really try not to stress too hard. Mm. And oh. I really try. How, how do you do that? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> I said, listen, it's, it's something I'd like to master in my everyday life yeah. too, believe me. But I think that you just got to, you just got, I, I think it all comes down to number one, no matter what, it's about people. Mm. And it's about being a people person. And it's about really being part of a team and treating people exactly the way you would want to be treated mm -hmm. speaking to people the way you would want people to speak with you respecting people the way you want to be respected and you know we're a big team and we're a lot of girls and I mean we've got some amazing men too but we're <laughs> a lot of girls and so we're naturally women are more emotional mm -hmm in life, which I love and appreciate. I hope I don't get shit for saying that, but like we're just emotional beings, which I think makes us so wonderful. And that's why we can be, you know, we have this ability to like have these deep, beautiful friendships and these relationships. And I think at work, I always try and always try. I mean, in my life too, but just remember like, even if somebody's not doing something the way you would want them to do it, even if somebody makes a mistake, however it is, like we're all human and we all just have to treat each other with like love and kindness and respect and at least make that the foundation. And then, you know, yeah, the and work then, is the work. Right. Yeah. I feel like that's such a female quality in a leader, in a leader position, yeah. because I think that a lot of times when women, at least this is my experience, when I started my business, I did so for very specific reasons that I wanted a different work environment. I wanted different ways to approach my days, et cetera. And I was like, why would I start a business where I want those things and yet I, you know, deprive them of my team when I started building a team? Yeah. So I've tried to really, really find that balance. I find like sometimes it can be a little bit difficult, but it's this idea of like, if you want something like, for example... I got my period after the first time after uh, having my baby. I was like, oh, I need a day. Like, I need a <laughs> fucking day. I forgot about this. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about this. I need a day. And I was like, if I need a day, the girls on my team need a day sometimes. Mm -hmm. So we have like half day for your period. No questions asked. You want to go home oh, and nice. watch Netflix. Like get in your pajamas because you're probably, sorry, useless at work that day. Uh -huh. Anyways. <laughs> 
So like you might as well just sit on your couch. So it's about what, you know, the way you want to be treated, treating other people that way. And I feel like it's such a good benchmark for creating businesses because when you create a business, you don't have to use anyone's playbook, but your own. Yeah. I have a question on the creative side of things. Yeah. Because as a creative business owner, you need like the space to think and be inspired and have that area for you to get in the zone to come up with new creations. Yeah. How do you balance that with more of like the, the d- operational the op- day-to-day? Yeah, like the reality of the day-to-day. How do you give yourself the space to be creative? You know what? I mean, uh, I'm... Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. It's like it's like you go through like creativity blocks. You'll uh, I know me personally like I'll have days where I'm like and let's do this and let's do that. Oh, I want to design this. I want to design that. And then I'll have days where like, you know, my girls will be like, "Okay, on Tuesday we're sitting down and we're going to go through all the new designs and what's on your mind and what you want to do." And like that Tuesday I could be like, "Uh, yeah. I can't totally. even think right now you know but then like on a random afternoon you'll be like I want to do this and I want to do that and I think you just you know when you're have a creative mind when you can keep people around you that are good at keeping you on track and you know my sister always laughs because oh I always laugh she doesn't laugh at this but I always (laughs) laugh because she's always like Jen when you answer questions in your head nobody can hear you and I will do that like I won't even know I'll think like I've I've already answered the question and it's in my head, right? Or I'll get an email and I'll look at it and I will not respond to it. And then people will be like, you never responded to that email. I'm like, I am the queen of like, please always say to me, hey, just following up. Mm. Hey, just checking Mm. in. Hey, did you get that email? I'm the person that like, I appreciate that. I know people joke about that. They're like, hey, just a friendly reminder. Hey, just a friendly follow up. And people are like, Jesus, leave me alone. And I'm the opposite. I'm like, you know what? If you're not getting a response from me, follow up. Like yeah. there, and so I always assume to follow up with people. I yeah. always assume to be like, Hey, did you get my text? Hey, did you get my email? <laughs> yeah. Because how many things are happening for us on a daily, totally. right? We yeah. forget to do a million things or we open a text and we're like, I'll respond in a minute. And then gone. We it's in the middle of 25 other texts. You yeah. know what I mean? So I just try and balance and I have a great group of girls that are keeping me balanced yeah you know I do not do it alone let me be very honest about that I do not do it alone sisters my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans 
jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once, the white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Okay, sisters, let's talk about hair shedding. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little more of your scalp? Hi, I've been there. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole body approach. Ugh, thinning hair just isn't the vibe. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Amen. Everyone's root causes of hair thinning are different, so a one-size-fits-all approach to hair growth just doesn't cut it. Nutrafol has multiple formulas that are tailored to give your hair what it needs to grow through different stages, such as postpartum, like me. After I gave birth, I noticed that around the crown of my head, my hair was shedding. I've been taking Nutrafol for almost three months at this point, and I am not kidding you when my husband, my friends, my family have been commenting on how long, strong, and healthy my hair has been looking lately. I mean, sisters, if you've been watching OK Sister on YouTube, you've seen my hair. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. I mean, 86% is a lot of women. Take their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code OKSIS. When you need to tap into that creativity and that energy, are there books or things or places you go even. I know Malibu is such a beautiful like inspiration for you and obviously California, but it's like, are there, are there, and the reason I ask, and we've been just talking a lot about this on OKSIS is as visionaries and as people who want to be creative leaders, you need to give yourself that time or that space. And some of us think it's not productive because you're like, oh, I'm just going off and thinking for a day. But it's like, no, that's imperative to your business and to what you bring to the table. So are there are there things or places or things that like spark that creativity for you? I think it just, it comes in waves, you know? Okay. Yeah, I grew up in Malibu. I love it. I love being <laughs> at the beach. I think yeah. like 
being relaxed helps me be creative, yeah. you know, but there's not a specific place. And I'm really inspired by people mm, and their okay. style. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, it's kind of like designing jewelry really came from my grandmother and my mom and the classic pieces that they always wore. And I, I think that, you know, jewelry tells such a story mm. and seeing women in jewelry, you, they sort of wear the same things a oh, variation yeah. every yeah. day mm -hmm. and it really tells so much about their personality so I just try and tap into the people that I'm really inspired by yeah what are what's your go-to is it what we're seeing right now is this oh. every day yeah what's your favorite pieces I always have some sort of tennis necklace on so love really a tennis necklace yes. my good luck charm is a staple in my you know in my line and okay. on my body at all yeah. times um yeah right now I'm wearing the diamond open heart which I love a lot of classics. I know. I wanted to get the, um, I'm going to get the sister. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys need that. We need that, that. We need need that. Yeah. for OK Says Five, five yeah. year anniversary. Just like, or I wanted to get you the mama one just because I feel like that's a rite of passage when you become a mother okay is to wear mama the mama. <laughs> I don't, I'm not the girl that wears the mama one. I'm the girl that wears my daughter's name, name. on me. OK. That's but you more can also me. get that. We can get the name. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I have a small one, but that's, that's kind of my big mission right now in the next like two years because I'm very very particular I want to find like the right piece for me I want to find one with her name on it. I have one mm. that a client gave me um but I want to find one with like her name on it that really speaks to me that I can wear all the time and then I'm like when I want the second I want to get the second name and I feel like that's what you, <laughs> you, you like wear that. you know what I mean that's like what you wear but yeah I've got my kids initials on me right now oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, on the good luck one. Yeah, I made uh, a little. I made a custom good luck okay. charm. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Thank you. Um, okay, I want to talk about success. Yeah, and your personal definition of it. What oh. is it? <laughs> I mean, my personal definition of yeah. success is like calm and happy. Yeah, yeah. you know, just yeah. like no anxiety. Mm. That is my. That is my personal feeling of what a successful day looks like being able to wake up and not have anxiety and be happy and calm and feel good like when your mental health is in check like that's a successful day yeah. and then yeah there's the other there's the other success which of course is like your company and making money and being able to you know buy stuff and mm -hmm. live yeah. and buy a car and a house and all that kind of stuff. But I think that looks different to everybody mm -hmm. and feels different to everybody. You know, what's, I'm not sure what everybody's definition of that is, but I think that as cliche as it may sound or cheesy as it may sound, I think being able to wake up healthy and have your kids, you know, happy and healthy. And I, I take, moments in my life where I'll wake up in the morning and I'll be getting ready and trying, you know, organize my morning and making the kids lunch to go to school and mom, I need help with this thing on my computer and I need help with this homework and oh my God, why didn't I get this? Where are my jeans? You know, like <laughs> the chaos in the house in the morning. And I think that that's success. I'm like, oh, oh this is amazing. Like, 
kids that are just being kids, getting off to school, like everything is wonderful and normal. They're fed, they're happy, they're talking about their friends, they're complaining about their homework, they're trying to organize what time pickup is. It's like that to me is like, those are my dreams. Mm. Wow. So that's so fascinating. That's like really, really beautiful because I. I, I don't think a lot of people would see. Well, yes, they would see, of course, the know, healthy I family. Think, and I stuff, think but. you and I, to be very honest, have a, and this is coming from a new mom, so take this with a grain of salt. I think you and I kind of have a fucked up view of what having children is. Well, like I everybody else of- I talk to, they're like, it's the biggest blessing. They're not, how old are, are your you How are old like, are your kids? You and I were ingrained with this belief that children like ruin your lives, and I don't understand. And I'm, and it's like we're trying to unlearn that. I'm trying to unlearn it because I don't. Every other person I talk to well, has that. And it's I just not easy. It. Let me let me be clear. How old <laughs> is your child? She's almost one. almost one. Yeah. Okay. You're you're in. <laughs> You can't think right now. Okay, thank you. You're, you are in. It's hard it to is, think. It's you, hard to think. You can't think. I had five straight years where I was pregnant, breastfeeding, got pregnant while I was breastfeeding, and oh then breastfeeding God. for five straight years. And the end of the fifth year, I ended up in the emergency room and didn't understand why. My everything broke down. And I was like, Literally, I had a, a a brain surgeon in the moment say, I think you are either having a stroke or you have MS. And I said, why do you do, you, what are the probability I have either two? And she said, 99.9%. Oh Meanwhile, God. I didn't have either. So she terrified me in a way because I had, my body went into such overdrive and shock of like, full-time working full-time building this business and having two children and not letting myself sleep rest rejuvenate nothing Mm -hmm. and then you do break down so you don't have a fucked up view. You have a one-year-old. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> we need that yeah. Yeah. Okay. So looking back on that, because obviously I'm like getting emotional because I just cannot believe the level of depletion that comes with being a mom. Depletion, it's like, but that makes you a good mom. Yeah. Do you the, know what yeah. I mean? If you're not depleted, like on some level, yeah. then you're not taking yeah. care of your infant. Yeah. Your child. Yeah. Like it is, it is exhausting. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're, and, and the joke is, listen, yes, they do ruin your life. It's so, <laughs> a, a little bit, you know what I mean? But then it's one day you realize like, oh, actually they've made your life, Yeah, you know, yeah. but your life up to now, you didn't for the, for the last, I don't know how old you are, but for 32, right. So for the last 31 years of your life, you've been living a certain way. Yeah. Right. So now all of a sudden on year 32, you're like, Oh, wait a minute. I have to take care of somebody else. And it's so crazy because I'm exhausted, but it's so weird because I also love this person yeah. more than anything yeah. on planet earth. <laughs> yeah. But you, it just, now I'm out of that fog. Right. Yeah. And I have two teenagers who are so fun they are out of their minds and there's nothing I love more there's nine kids here a weekend I'm so happy that my house is the house that they're like you know trashing the kitchen and eating all my food and up till two in the morning I just don't care it's amazing I'd rather that than my kids like 
out on the street somewhere, right. you know? Right. Um, but yeah, you, you're, don't beat yourself up for feeling like overwhelmed. Yeah. You're a human, you're yeah. working, you're raising a child, you're being a wife, you're doing a million things. Yeah. Thank it's you. life. Yeah. Thank you. And, and with that, one, that means a lot to me. I'm going to replay that multiple uh-huh. times over the next like couple years of my life. But knowing what you went through with those five years and then ending up in the ER, is that, and is there any advice that you can give, selfishly me, but also anyone listening who is a new mom who is also running their own business? What is any, you might, not, there might not be a tip. There might just be a mindset shift. There might just be like a truth that it's crazy. Yeah. To taking time, taking time for yourself does not make you a bad mom. Yeah. Taking time for yourself does not make you a bad partner. Mm-hmm. Taking time for yourself does not make you a bad businesswoman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we have to remember to like really fill our own cups. And it took me years and years and years to realize that I mean Mm -hmm. years and I wish I had done it much much sooner so it's like whatever that looks like to you taking a walk on an hour that you feel everybody needs you but you know you need this walk outside like take the hour and go listen to your podcast go listen to music go call a girlfriend you want to go out for night out, out at night for dinner with your friends or your partner or whatever it is like you can take the hour, the two hours, yeah. go enjoy your night, go yeah. have a drink, go relax. You know what I mean? Like your girlfriends want to take you away for a weekend. It's okay. You can yeah. go, Yeah. you know, like find the time, mm-hmm. you know, if you have a partner who's willing to watch your children at night or whatever it is, great. A parent, great. A best friend, great. Whatever it is, like taking time for yourself actually will make you a better parent it will make you a better partner it'll make you a better businesswoman yeah Yeah. what are things that you do to take time for yourself well listen like I said this is a work in progress (laughs) you know and it takes time but you know I used to if my if I was out to dinner for a girlfriend's birthday and my child was home teething and couldn't sleep I would run home and leave you know I I think that I just remember that if I like the things I said, like whether it's a night out with my girlfriends, whether it's a, you know, going away for a weekend with my boyfriend, whether it's, you know, calling my kid's dad and being like, you are, I need you tonight. Like, you know what I mean? Please help me. And he's like, great, perfect. I got it. You know, Mm -hmm. or Whatever you can do, the things that are important to you, the things that feel good to you, taking a bath for 15 minutes, you know, just telling everybody I need 15 minutes, literally 15 minutes sometimes waking up early and meditating. I'd like to do that more. I'm not so great at it, but it works, you know, um, girlfriends become so fucking important. Oh yeah. I don't know. When you get married and then when you have a kid specifically, I've never, leaned on girlfriends more than I have this year that's so fascinating I feel like like I'm in an interesting point of my relationship with friends right now like I have all my college friends and then I'm like everyone's getting married now and then I'm probably gonna get married soon and then I feel like your your friends kind of dip and then then Mm. you have kids you have a whole new subset of friends and it's like this interesting I, that's interesting that when you have friends, you feel like you're leaning on them. Yeah, it's so interesting. I never found mom friends. I forgot to do that. <laughs> so 
I mean, you have, I have time. Your have like daughter's one. I'm like, I'll get around she's to that. She's not in school. One. Yeah, when yeah, she's like, in school. I'll get around to that. But yeah, that there's something, and I've never really, we've never really dove into the topic of friendship so much on this podcast. Like we had a friendship episode, but you and I personally don't really talk about friends because we grew up, I think, in such a closed environment. We went to a Jewish private school pretty much our whole life. We've had the same friends since I've had the same friends since I was in fucking preschool, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a different topic. But now I find that girlfriends are so essential oh yeah i don't i i'm so lucky i have such amazing friends i mean just best 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 friends that i don't know what i would do without yeah Yeah. truly and what about your sisters because you have two sisters that you're so close with but carson is a lot younger than you guys right which I mean, Carson's 16 years younger than me, but doesn't, doesn't even, even seem feel like, like that. No, <laughs> really? But did She's it, so when mature. did it like, was it always that way? Or do you feel like, well, it had to be, of course, one way you felt a lot older than her, but did, was there ever a shift? Because I think with Mads and I, I'm three years older than her. And I feel like when, she, yeah, honestly, like five years ago, when we started this podcast, <laughs> I feel like then the age gap started to get smaller and smaller. You know, what? Like my, my sister, Sarah and I are three years apart and she's my best friend and Carson and Eli, my other siblings, mm-hmm. like my 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 dad used to always say to us when we were growing up from day one, like if we would fight, you guys are going to be best friends. Stop. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was always ingrained in me like, OK, you siblings are a real gift. Oh, yes. And when you have that, it's it's like to me, it's crazy siblings that don't speak to each other. I guess, of course, there's reasons for everything, but. I don't know what I would do without my siblings. I mean, yeah. you you just you fight and you're over it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, or yeah. you disagree and you're over it. Or you need to like throw the baton, be like, you got to help me with mom today. Go ahead. Totally. You know what I mean? But I think that my dad always, he was amazing and like that. And he still is. I mean, he's just incredible and was always just like, you, you guys are going to be best friends. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Like. Keep it moving. That's what our nanny instilled in us, weirdly. And I don't think that's... (laughs) She would, like... When we would fight, she would sit us down and be like, at the end of the day, it's the two of you. Yeah. I never really understood that until our parents got divorced. And then I really realized, like, at the end of the day, it's Mads and me. Like, you can't... You can't... I can't divorce you. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) you're not going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, your parents, unfortunately, pass on. And it is you and your siblings. Like, yeah. That is. And like, we're going to be the ones doing Shabbat dinners or doing the yeah. holidays. And it's like crazy to think that we'll be raising we'll like, our be... family together. Yeah. 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 No, it's amazing. I mean, I mean, my parents got divorced. Mm-hmm. I got divorced. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been through all of that. Yeah. So the I get there's it. There's something the like there's something with siblings that is yeah. so constant. Yeah. No matter what. Like, yeah. Literally no matter what. I mean, kids too as well. But I think that like that's the second thing. Your kid is this constant and then your sibling is the constant. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I love it. I'm really lucky with my siblings. I mean, really, really lucky. They're pretty phenomenal. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about whimsy and row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. 
Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute. I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. I know. Do you, how do you foster within your own kids as a mom that family unit of them getting along and stuff like that? Like how do you promote, I don't know, sibling harmony or sibling love <laughs> at you your house? you have a girl and a boy, right? I have a girl and a boy, Mm -hmm. an older girl, younger boy. They're two and a half years apart. I mean, listen, you know, I think, I think for me, you've got to let kids be kids yeah. and you've got to let them have their days. Mm -hmm. And there are days where those two will fight like crazy. And my instinct is to, you know, stop fighting. Why are you fighting? Do not fight. You know what I mean? Or get involved. And now they start to be like, mom, stop Mm, we're fine let us just figure this out and then 20 minutes later they're sitting on the couch hysterically laughing watching a show (laughs) you know but yeah there's days where you want to sit down and be like let's let's work this out and let's talk about it and why did you say this ruby and why did you say that otis and that's not nice and we got it and then there's some days you want to look at them be like shut the fuck up (laughs) you guys are acting like assholes just shut up we're done we're done i mean yeah you know so i mean to be honest so it's it's like you just i think staying like a loving understanding open parent who is available to your kids is what matters Mm, and even though you know my ex toby and i like aren't together anymore he's my best friend and we really co-parent incredibly together so they know that whatever it is it's all in the family and we're all figuring it all out together. That's a big gift to give your kids. Yeah. It's a huge, huge gift to give your kids. Like beyond to know that when the parents co-parent beautifully and are best friends. Yeah. It's it's a big deal. Oh, it's, it's amazing. A, it's a really, yeah. that's yeah. amazing. I don't know Especially what Especially being on, I feel like, the other end of of that where it what it's it wasn't as harmonious. Yeah. Like it that's yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Well, I think that years ago. And with my own parents, too, who did a great job for, you know, as good of a job as they could through their divorce. Mm -hmm. I think that 
we're now so lucky that we're in a phase that we're given the tools to realize like yeah. divorce isn't an ugly thing. Like yeah. you can still do it and love each other and be close and just realize like, oh, we were meant to be really good friends. Mm. We were meant to be best friends. We weren't meant to be married forever mm-hmm. and not have an ego about, oh, if there was somebody else or you're with somebody else yeah. or whatever it or may look like. thinking it was a failure. I feel like people totally think it's a failure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my Gross. God, my divorce is a bigger success than my yeah. marriage. <laughs> You know, that's an incredible quote. I love that. I love it. I know that's true. So true. Um, Okay, I for some reason have a really weird fascination with understanding how women schedule their weeks Mm -hmm. when they're a mom, when they have a business, when they have stuff going on. Is there like any sort of blocking that you do? Is like Mm -hmm. Friday family days, or do you only work from this hour to this hour, or is it just a big hodgepodge of you figure it out every week? Um, I think that people should really do what works for them Mm -hmm. and find what their rhythm is. And for me, I'm more of a hodgepodge. Mm -hmm. I wake up in the morning at the same time and take my kids to school. That for me is a non-negotiable. And right after I take them to school, I'm really trying every day to schedule a workout right after I drop them off. So there's no time like going home, making a few calls, getting on emails. I do it before, you know, it's it's all happening before the office opens at 10 a.m. So mm-hmm. go straight to my workout. That I know sort of sets the tone for my day mentally, emotionally, physically, just makes me feel better. Um, what kind of workouts? I really love Tracy Anderson. Oh. Yes. I love I Tracy Anderson. And um, – on my Tracy Anderson days off, I, I work with this girl, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. We do Pilates. Pilates. Cool. Yeah. Beautiful. Like mat type stuff, not really? just like at my house. So we're not like, I'm not going to a place. Yeah. Um, but I do love going to a place because it keep, holds me accountable. Oh, same. Yeah. You know, and so I'm I like, do. okay, I've already paid for my yeah. class. It's already <laughs> happening. Yeah, totally. Somebody's waiting for yeah. me. I've got to go, yeah. you know? Yeah. So mentally that's better for me. I'm not a real good self-motivator. Like I will get home and be like, well, I had to return those emails and I had to make those calls and I had to do yeah, all yeah, those yeah. things. Um, Listen, if people can stick to uh, Friday's family day or Friday night's family dinner or Sunday is this, like Sunday for me has always been sort of family day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm always with the kids that day and whoever wants to join in can join in. But that really is like our day no matter what. I mean, obviously I see them every other day mm-hmm. of the week as well. But we get our mornings together and – you know, we have our stuff at night and you've got dinner at the house or whatever it is. But I think it is important to find the little things that work for you and work for your family and really try and stick to them. And also, if it doesn't work out that week, it's not a big deal. Mm. You know, if Friday night is family night and somebody invites you to like a fun dinner that you want to go to or your girlfriend's birthday or in your case, your husband wants to do something special or just wants to be with you alone, guess what? It's okay. Yeah. You know? I think there's like a shame spiral that always happens or if you have like a schedule and you go off it or yeah. you, it's like, it's fine. It's you know Agreed. What? It's Talking to you, like my biggest takeaway, and I don't like exactly know how to articulate this, but maybe it's because we're in this podcast space and I'm, I've been finding that this is becoming, I think, to all of our detriment, especially new entrepreneurs who are kind of just starting their businesses or just starting families, is that we feel as if the more information we have or the more hacks or the more optimization 
or the more tips and tricks from certain people, the the easier we can make our lives. But I think all that does is really it's it's, it's like a, it's like a prison and it chains us into a very regimented way of being where we're thinking more about our regimented way of being than we actually are living or doing the business, et cetera. And I think that there's so many people who are within this space, specifically podcasting, where there's new business owners and they have all of these very regimented specific advice. But hearing you talk, someone who's built an actual brand that's lasted 15 years, who has a very successful life and has two beautiful children that you love it's and a successful divorce, we'll call it that. <laughs> like hearing you talk, it's just life. Like it's yeah. just, and it's just, it's you. just like, and it's like, yeah, you have the answers for you. And yes. I think that's something I'm also learning. It's like, but the answers you could, like aren't like this like thing that you find in a fucking book no, or God or gives you on the Ten it's Commandments. All it's like about you. Yeah, but it's also. And your answers change. Yeah. And your answers evolve. Just because something works for you this week or this year doesn't mean it's going to work for you next year. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, and and you'll see your kids are going to just like, every day is a little bit different, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And just when you think you have it all figured out, like something else (laughs) comes at you. You know, so the more sort of flexible you are and the more grace you give yourself, the better it gets. And there are, listen, like I used to suffer from really, really, really bad anxiety attacks and had mm-hmm. panic attacks. And when they started in my life, I was like, thought I was having a heart attack. I didn't mm-hmm. know what was happening. And when I experienced that, it was terrifying. And they would come on out of nowhere. And when I became a mom, I realized, okay, I have to figure out how to manage these because this is not going to work for my life. Mm-hmm. This is just, I can't do it. And once you've had them, you know that you're susceptible to them. So you've got to find a way in your life to not let that happen Mm -hmm. and not have anxiety and not be overwhelmed. And it's easier said than done. But I do think if you can find things in your week for you and your family or yourself or however it is that are sort of Mm non-negotiables and do your best to stick to them, those things that make you feel good, like me, it's school drop off in a workout and then I just sort of wing it from there you know like those are there's certain things that are non-negotiables and I just know I feel better when I do it you know but you got to give yourself also flexibility to be like there are plenty of mornings where I'm like no I'm not working out today like I'm not feeling up for it I'm not going to push myself I have so much work to do and I'd rather get that done. I'll feel more productive and better if I do that than I go take yeah. a workout. Yeah. You it's know, listening to yourself. Yeah, and then yeah. adjusting from there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Last question. Yeah, yeah. we're telepathic. <laughs> um, we ask every woman that comes on OK Sis this: If you could brag about one thing in your life and you cannot be humble, what would you brag about? My kids. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> No, I would brag about all the things I already said. Like, I would brag about that, like, I have these two amazing children who have gone through all these things in their own life, and they went through the divorce with us, and they went through all this stuff, and they're still, like, you know, loving and smart and really good to other people Mm -hmm. and really compassionate. And, you know, I would brag about my friendships and the amazing people that I have in my life and my family and 
my home and you know god i that i would brag about my business more about like the beautiful team that i have i've got you know caitlin who's been with me for god 13 years or something and the girls that have been with me for five plus years and you know it's like i i've just i was just texting with sid who does my who does all my like online stuff and she's been with me for six years and just like the, and all of them I mean I have the greatest girls I just like I look at all of them and I'm like oh my god I'm I'm so lucky mm -hmm. that I have this team and and that we were able to build this business together and yeah I mean I could go on and on wow. about the things I want to brag about you know that that is I, there's a lot of stuff I'd like to get better at too. So maybe I could brag that I'm like trying to be consistent in my workout. There we go. Try, oh, yeah. Just because I don't want to have panic attacks or, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to think like what I could brag about on myself, but it's not. No, those are all beautiful. Like, you know, yeah. I just heard a woman speak who loves her life. And yeah. that's, wow. Yeah. That's where we I do. All I get. love my life. I'm really really lucky and really blessed and the days that are hard are just the days that are hard and it's a day that's hard and it's not a life that's hard you know yeah, and like that's a good like health is wealth right yeah, so yeah, you wow. got to just appreciate those healthy days and the days that suck you're allowed to be like today sucks yeah. like but tomorrow will be better yeah you know oh, wow you are you are like my new expander yeah <laughs> I literally was going to say that. Check in on Jen, me, check in on me in 15 years. Yes. And We're I want Jen to. Jen Meyer 2.0. I hope that I say that exact answer. Yeah. Yeah, wow. you will. You yeah. totally will. You know, yeah. it's just like one day at a time. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting this inviting us into your beautiful home we got a piece of the Jen Meyer yes. lifestyle it's beautiful the it's stunning set. and thank you for rescheduling i came yes. up here with the baby and brought the whole nanny and then woke up with covid and i was That's like of course of course this is <laughs> no. happening to me right now so thank you so much for oh your flexibility um tell everyone where they can find you and your beautiful jewelry <sighs> thank you um jennifermeyer.com mm -hmm. jen meyer jewelry is my instagram you know and you can find us at Ophesis Podcast. Thank you. We sisters. love you, sisters. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalgleish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together.